What's up? Proudly presented by Master Electricians. Welcome to May and our Women in the Industry Month. Um, we are celebrating the women that are in our electrical industry because they are definitely a huge cog in the way things work. Um, I am joined today by Brooke Thompson. Uh, Brooke is an apprentice uh, and based down in the absolutely gorgeous Queenstown area. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. No worries, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, so just to, to start with, so we all like know exactly where you fit within the, the grand scheme that is the electrical industry. Um, what is your role? So I'm currently a third year apprentice. So been in the industry about three years now and just almost over the line to get qualified. How long do you think you've got to go? Uh, should be qualified by the end of the year. Cool, cool. So you've been part of it for about three years. What was the appeal of being part of the electrical industry and what do you love about working on it? Um, it's just such an awesome place to be able to get a skill and a qualification anywhere in New Zealand. Um, I lived in a small town at the time with my dad and my sister and I really wanted to stay with them because I had lived in South America and Australia previously. So it was that feeling of coming home and just wanting to invest in myself, but also stay where my family was. Um, and so I was like, I can't really go to a uni because it's really far away. What can I do that can give me the best set of skills for life, but also allow me to earn an awesome wage and um, really educate myself. So I ended up falling into the trades through some friends who were electricians who sort of convinced me. Um, and I just love that feeling of like moving your body every day and um, just good banter on site and smoke out and all those things that sort of draw you into the trades. So, yeah. You share um, uh, a lot of what you do on a day-to-day -day basis through Instagram, um, Sparky Girl uh, NZ. Yep. Yep. Make sure I get it right. Um, <laughs> And I, I remember one of your posts um, some time ago, you talked about the, the um, not just the physical, but also having that intellectual challenge that comes with it. Yeah, 100%. Like the coolest part about being an electrician is um, you're, you're constantly doing like math and physics and your bookwork is extremely challenging. Well, I found quite extremely challenging. So um, you're like pushing your brain, you're using your brain, you're also using your muscles on site. So it's like, sometimes I see tradies who are about 75 on site and they're still going if, as if they were 20 year olds and it, that saying if you don't use it you lose it kind of comes into my head so I really yeah. enjoy having that daily exercise of the brain and the muscles at work. Oh, that's really cool. So being a woman in, in our industry um, has its challenges. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the challenges that you've faced? I, I feel like I've had a really rough uh, experience in the trades, but I think that the universe knew that I could handle it because um, I've, I've always been really outspoken, such as my Instagram and just on site in general. But um, the inward self-confidence I have and the belief I have in myself has like allowed me to speak out when I see injustice and be really passionate about supporting my fellow wahini on site so i've been uh sexually assaulted i got my ass slipped i have been uh 
very much uh, sexually harassed many times on site. Um, a lot of manipulation and gaslighting and things from men that I have met in construction. Um, so I've really had like a rough go at it, but I think that um, I'm proud of myself because I didn't just give up when I could have walked away from the trade. I'm too stubborn and I really wanted to prove everyone that I could get qualified. So I think um, apart from the obvious like harassment that a lot of women go through, um, it's just a lack of facilities in general. Like we don't have um, sanitary bins on site. There's a real lack of um, um, hygienic um, bathrooms for us and that really becomes hard when like we're menstruating or other things so I think that a lot of awareness and a lot of support probably needs to be brought in for women as more into the industry um, so yeah it's just been a real roller coaster ride with the difficulties I've gone through but again like I think I'm really proud of myself for essentially building a platform on Instagram through it and showing that we all go through these things and we all need to make an effort to change. Yeah, and look, it's it's um, really unfortunate that anyone should have to go through that, and and certainly um, by calling it out, it's that's a really important step of it, and and making a public platform out of it, you know, being able to um, say to the world, hey, this is not okay, and we shouldn't be treating anyone like that, and and yeah, as you say, our wahimi are really important and a big part of the industry as well. Um, so you've um, by calling it out, that's one way that you've potentially overcome. How else are you? Um, do you think you face those challenges head on? Um, it's quite interesting because I think I am a woman who is quite passive. Um, I would like to say I've sort of been indoctrinated into the patriarchy quite badly. So when a lot of those um, situations did arise, I really um shrunk into myself and I wasn't this strong you know badass woman who like called people out I really did go home and just talk to my friends and family and um I never really wanted to say prosecute people um because I felt bad for them um which is ironic um and I think I've really grown in my mindset reflecting on those things and now when situations like that arise I do call them out um, so I've also grown a lot of myself but I've also grown for other women like I've created safe spaces for women online such as my platform Sparky Girl NZ so we're being really vocal and really big advocates for telling stories of Wahini and the trades and experiences they've gone through because once you understand experiences of what people have gone through you can then develop empathy for them and then you can also stand up for them so that's what we're hoping to create with the online platform but there's also been some really great organizations I've got to be a part of like the Tradie Lady Club which is um, an awesome organization run by a girl called Steph from Melbourne and she is a female builder and she has built this huge platform to encourage everyone to just be more visual as a woman in construction to show it is possible. And then there's also NARWIC, which is National Association of Women in Construction New Zealand. And I do a lot of the social media for them. And I'm part of the Queenstown Lakes chapter. Um, so just inspiring, having that safe group um, of friends and other women in construction who can come together and talk about these issues and really be the ones to make the change because if they aren't vocal about what they need that change isn't going to happen yeah. so yeah no that's that's really cool 
and I think you're right, we need to to get out there and, and stand up and, and share our experiences and, and talk about it. Um, certainly, I think having a, a personal support network is going to be a big part of that as well, you know, so that you feel safe and, and um, nurtured to be able to, to keep going. Um, so what would you... Um, what would you say to women um, to encourage them to become part of this industry, knowing that there are challenges to face, um, but then also looking at the, the, the benefits that we've talked about for you, like the intellectual and the physical and the, um, the awesome job that you get to do? Yeah, that's a big loaded question. I was going to say that to women um, who want to join the trades, I would say that for me, the most satisfying thing about joining construction was that for very many of the sites that I walked onto, I was the first woman that had ever walked on that site as a construction worker. And I was a lot, a lot of the times the first woman that a man had ever worked with on site. So um, it was this real deep, satisfying feeling knowing that I was carrying for other women the burden that they won't have to have when they come on site. Whereas they will, I will have, educators um the men that I have worked with so that when my daughter or or if I have daughters and they want to work in construction it's going to be so much less of a of a battle for them and it's just going to be a career that they can love and enjoy and that they're never ever going to have to feel uncomfortable in so um when I talk to other women who want to get into the trades I say just do it because the amount of pride I have in myself now and that I will have when I'm qualified um, is something that I would have never had had I chose a different career path because I know that I am carrying the, the mountain of other women on my back with me. So um, I just think it's an absolutely fantastic career because not only are you getting a great wage, working your body, working your mind, going to work every day in the beautiful elements, you're also inspiring the next generation of women to say that they don't have to doubt themselves if they want to do any career. Absolutely. No, that's, that's really, really cool. And I think together we are going to be able to make this um, a better world for all women that come after us uh, to be able to, to do anything that they want to, to, to do. Absolutely. No, and that's really awesome. Thank you so much, Brooke, for your time. Um, you really are an inspiration. Um, it's been great following you on Instagram. Um, and do join us for the rest of May. We have lots of stories of um, other fantastic women in our industry who will um, hopefully inspire you to uh, become a part of it. So thanks again, Brooke. Thank you. Thanks for listening to What's Up. Please make sure to check out all of our other social platforms and head over to our website for all Master Electrician's digital content. See you next week.